We'll do heist first. That it's definitely a heist for it's sure. Funny is, um, yeah, they robbed me of my, my hour and a half. Definitely was a fucking heist. Robbed me of my hour and a half. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to this week in culture. Episode number 334, I am your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. one half of the culture, and I got my brother with me, Jay, what up, though? Boom. What up, though? Like, <laughs> shit. It's your man, Jay Johnson, one yeah. half of the culture, one half of everything, and I know what you're thinking. Finally, my favorite podcast is spending time with me. What's poppin'? And, uh, yeah, man, I want to thank all the listeners, all the supporters, everybody who rocking with us week to week, y'all know the vibes. Um... This week, we right back, man, reviewing Heist 88, currently streaming on Showtime, new Courtney B. Vance film. Uh, also had a couple other heavy hitters in there, man. Uh, my man Keith David. Yeah. The legend. You know what I'm saying? Y'all already know God voice in the building. Uh, Keisha Sharp, a.k.a. Monica from Girlfriends, a.k.a. She Dope and whatever she in. I just really fuck with her, like, as an actress. I think she bodies roles real naturally, yeah. Um and then uh young dude, um I don't know his name, but why do we know the play nephew? He was in uh Snowfall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was one of Franklin Young Boys in Snowfall, yeah. man. Yeah. Um so it, it you know, it was some familiar faces in this joint, man, and uh definitely lined up to be a really good movie. Um it was also based off a true story. Uh not sure if y'all are familiar with the story of Armand Moore. Um is a cat from, I think he's from like Mississippi originally, but he moved up to the Midwest, uh, spent some time in Detroit, Chicago, committing fraud like a motherfucker. And uh, after a fraud case in Detroit, he boogied over to Chicago and tried to rob the First National Bank of Chicago. Um, and it didn't go so well. So in real life, they actually got away with it. Mm. He transferred... I don't know how much money I tried to verify it online, but they said he transferred millions of dollars to some Australian companies that he had uh, created, some shell companies, and they got away with it. But then they said they got caught when they started buying lavish shit. You know how that go. You steal the money and then niggas is ready to start buying Bentleys day one. Got to give yourself a little time between the crime, bro. Well, I guess that's one of those things where... When you risk your entire life to mm-hmm. steal something, in order just to live a regular life, it don't seem like it, it match. Yeah. So yeah. once you go through that much risk to get whatever this reward is, yeah, you might as well, in their brain, they probably think, like, I might as well win this award. Why am yeah. I sitting in a one-bedroom apartment? <laughs> right. I could have stayed in a fucking one-bedroom <laughs> apartment uh, back in the shy. You know, it's that <laughs> one meme and shit, uh... I just seen it on Twitter. It was like, nigga, if I ever came into, or no, if I ever hit the lottery, I won't tell nobody, but it will be signs, and it was showing a full gas tank. <laughs> Man, like, nigga. A guy in Michigan uh-huh. won $5 million. Mm. You know what he did with that $5 million? I'm, I'm scared to ask. What do you do? He took $5 million dollars. And decorated the basement in his mom's house where he lives at um, with the greatest WWE inspired bedroom of all time. Oh, shit. Spent all five million dollars on the basement in his mother's in his mother's basement where he where he currently lives. And his bed sheets have wrestlers and he has belts and all WWE and WWF paraphernalia. 
five million dollars. Um, I'm gonna say that probably he's like in the line. greatest use he's of like five in, million. He's like in center line. So if, I feel like he could have got that off for under five hundred k. Um, I I don't like to steal, but <laughs> I will steal in this case. There is a game I hear on the radio. It's called Guess What Racy Was. <laughs> oh shit! Because <laughs> this one is pretty pretty fucking easy to figure out. I mean, this this I only know a couple black folks dedicated to wrestling this much to even think about. Recreating the basement into a fucking WWF WWE the basement shrine. Looks, the, the basement looks regular as fuck too. By shit, the way. shit. Um, if it ain't Cheyenne <laughs> and it ain't Ant and it ain't Kurt, it probably was a white person. Dog, yeah. that's fuck. And well, they so, live in Centerline. What's What's so funny is like the person, like if you can think about what that person looks like, you aren't exactly right. Like the type yeah. that would that would live yeah. in his mother's base. Like when yeah. you look at him, oh, yeah. I'm talking about his physical. Like the the person that you're thinking in your brain. Yeah, that's exactly what he looks like. Very uh, very Will Ferrell and um, wedding crashers and shit. Mom, I want meatloaf ass nigga. Like, nah, dog. I'm not uh, I'm not wasting five million like that. But to your point, um, I'm not a fan of stealing. I did used to steal a lot, and I was really good at it. Never stole anything like major, um, but you steal cars, borrow them. I usually put them back where they were. I wasn't like boosting and trying to get no money off parts. I literally just didn't have a ride. Yeah. Um, and sometimes catching that eight mile DOT to the east just wasn't really my thing, man. So you got to go get a car out the Northland parking lot and then come back after security leaves and put the car back in the parking spot, make them people think it was all a dream. nigga. But this movie did make me think about something. Um, so in the opening credits of the film, it said, hold on, I want to find the quote. I wrote it down. It said, in 1988, the U.S. banking system had yet to become fully computerized. Every day, corporations transferred millions of dollars using only a simple confirmation code. This code would then be used to confirm the transfer by a second bank employee via a phone call. And it got me to thinking, because we've mentioned this on the pod a few times. Two-factor authentication? No, not that. Why didn't people commit more crimes back in the day? There was not a lot of layers of security over shit. I think they did. It just wasn't talked about like that. I mean, the movie Mo Money was about credit card fraud. Yeah. Marlon Wayans and um, Damon Wayans mm-hmm. uh, was stealing up a thing. And Tommy Davidson and wasn't um, Holly Berry in that movie too? In Mo Money, yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Like that whole movie was about them being scammers. And he had gold watches, he had all the type of shit because, I mean. Stacy Dash. Stacy Dash. Nah, Holly Berry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Bernie Mac. Yeah, couple legends in there, man. Um, but I really got to thinking, dog. Like the not just the the uncomputerized banking system, but like everything. There weren't a lot of fucking surveillance cameras anywhere. Now you can't even commit shit on somebody block because it's a ring camera on one of them cribs. Big facts. No matter where you at, I don't give a fuck. How secure you think the block is? How nice the neighborhood is? One of them houses got a ring camera on it. 
And the minute you do some shady shit, you are caught, bro. Um, you can't move around downtown. It's a corner or a camera on every corner, every inch of downtown Detroit. You cannot move around. There's no crime you can commit without being seen in HD level quality camera, dog. So it's like, you think back in the day, bro, it's like, damn. It was not a lot of security over money, yeah. over property. Like, you could really attempt some shit, right? The idea that we wrote a check. So we gave people a piece of paper with our name, address, mm-hmm. telephone number, account number, and routing number on it. Mm-hmm. Like, the only thing I need is the last four of your social. Mm-hmm. And I literally have every single thing I need to access money in your account. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like... Back when niggas used to write checks. And social security numbers wasn't even a thing. <laughs> so Bro, I literally had everything for you. I remember when I worked at Target, for instance, right? I was cashiering. And some people would come through with checks. And literally, you would take the check, make sure they signed them, and then you would slide it through the little check thing. And it would run. And it would come back out. And then it was like you put the check in the drawer. And that was it. No fucking real, like... We don't know if this is really the, You'll check their ID Make sure it lined up But sometimes You ain't even do that Like I remember Wives would come through Oh this is my husband's checkbook And same last name That's all I need bro Just sign the shit And it's like Dog She could have been lying Like a motherfucker You know how easy It would have been To get a fake ID That said Tanya Johnson And then She say her husband Jason Johnson Who well, owned the checkbook Like come on bro Because it, People was like Yo that's kind of easy They started mm-hmm. doing it And that created what we have now yeah man it was um it was bless you it was definitely something that i i considered while watching this film like yo if i was of age back in that day like really you know late teens early 20s i can't guarantee you i wouldn't have been involved in some shit dog because it was just opportunities to take and maybe not get caught if you were smart enough and i doubt that the well, it's not a bunch of fucking... You're not going to jail for that long right now when you do it. So I know Facts. back then, you know... The niggas just stole millions in PPPs but directly the, from the government. But at that Might point... Might a year. In 88, you know, crack was available. Oh, so, man. Like, why oh, do man. all this... I'm trying to sneak into a bank like, my nigga... Because uh, I can get you that... I can get you that bag. 24 hours. Come on. <laughs> we can make that in a minute, dog. That's funny as fuck. Man... Speaking of, well, not necessarily speaking of crack. <laughs> <laughs> Title. <laughs> Yo, uh, speaking of crack. But movies and shit, dog. Last night, I actually filmed my first scene in a movie, dog. That's what I wanted to start with. I was going to do that on the other pod, man. So, look, now that you and Courtney B. Vance is the same <laughs> nigga. I mean, we the same. You know, two, two Detroit legends. You feel me? In film. How'd that experience go for you, bro? Man, it was uh, it was pretty dope. Um, and we was here last mm-hmm. night in here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it was an entire crew in here. Like, they brought food. Like, it was not... I, I know I don't know that I expected it to be as professional, yeah, as it was, yeah, uh, but it was, yeah. <laughs> um, That's in. a good fucking experience to have too, yeah. Man. So yeah. I mean, they had a whole bunch of like lighting, decorations, yeah. um, makeup, um, people running around here telling people what to do, action, <laughs> the whole like literally like yeah. the whole set. I'm up there talking. To, I, wait, wait, wait for action. I'm like, yeah. oh shit, my bad. I thought Jay had the lines ready. <laughs> I like, thought we what? were ready to go. You know what I'm saying? But like. Um, Mic'd up, my, mics on me, mics mm-hmm. out here, just like boom mics, the whole nine yards. 
uh, really, really dope. And apparently, like my scene was the last scene shot in the movie. Like they okay. they wrapped up everything after, um, and they went through a such and such final rap. How we kind of seen with like um, Easton them, right? Got you, got and you. That rap, rap, rap. Yeah. So I'm like, man, that's that's pretty dope. And they worked. I guess they shot for about ten days. I was about so. to say, how long had they been filming before you? Okay, ten days. Ten um, days, B. Yeah, but my scene is the very first scene of the movie. Oh boy, Jay coming out the gate. <laughs> Starring man, so you know you will see the blue and the black. Come on, y'all know uh, where the fuck you at. And I, I, I use my own name, so you was able to be you. Yeah. I know on the Patreon we kind of yeah we ain't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you was gonna be you or if you was gonna you know, be him, yeah. You know what but, I'm saying? You know, I'm, I'm me. You know mm. feel me? So I got my name in there. And uh, Jason Johnson as Jason Johnson, <laughs> no, just Jay Johnson. <laughs> but I mean, one of my lines was even saying my name. Yeah, so yeah. like that's so, dope. Dog. So when that shit start off, now I can't vouch for the rest of the movie because I literally I mean, know nothing hey, else man. about it. But that first, that first, that first, first scene, scene cold. I don't know what y'all on. That's yeah. wild, dog. Hey man, um, when y'all address my dog, address him as uh Grammy Award nominee. Oscar Award nominee. I don't know what the fuck niggas is going. Jason Johnson, a.k.a. Jay Johnson, a.k.a. at Jay Johnson 313 on everything. Y'all know the fucking vibes, man. Salute my dog. Um, and salute the film, man. Uh, any idea when it's getting released? Uh, I'm not sure, man, but, like, these turnarounds don't be that long. Mm -mm, mm -mm. So, I mean, I guess within the next two, three months. Man, man, dog. I can't wait to see. Hey, Jay going to be in the – don't let it come out around the holidays. <laughs> Y'all know when, when TV get low around them holidays, we be looking for movies to review. Hey. So you know we'll get in here and talk about my dog shit. When and I we come, review just this scene. When I start coming here and telling you how great Tubi is, <laughs> 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 just know what happened. Okay? Nah, that's when I'm going uh, to let you and Dame get that segment off for the one time, man. Dame, what up? That's dope, though, man. Congrats to you on your first feature film out here. Yeah, man, that's pretty dope. My dog out here in these movies doing big things, man. Y'all already know. Now, when them uh, scripts start coming in, don't y'all say that y'all was around if you wasn't around, because we know who the fuck was down early, man, just FYI. And once Jay get them scripts, you know I'm a read. You know, I always wanted to be Come in a on. movie, but I never wanted to ask anybody to be in a to movie. To let you be in a movie? Yeah. yeah. And I just or figured- like audition to be in a movie? Yeah. I just figured like it'd happen like, <laughs> like you waiting tables and be yeah. like, hey. Yeah. And that's not exactly how it happened, but that's damn near how Close it enough. happened. You Close know? enough. No, nah, man, I think that's dope. And, you know, if you really look at what we do, not just with podcasts, but with video and all that, like, people know how the fuck we are. They know what we do. They know what we up here doing. Yeah, the road, the road was not a stretch yeah. for my Like, you, you know <laughs> what Jay do. If you know Jay enough, you listen to Shop Talk This Week in Culture, you don't watch one of the pods on, on video, you know if he the right fit for this part. Uh, so I'm glad they cast the right dude, man, and uh, and that you was able to knock that out. One take, Jay. You know what I'm saying? Um, speaking now, of crack, did, it's still funny. It was though. definitely more than one take. Yeah. But I just didn't know that they did so many takes of each angle. To right, try to get it. Yeah. Like, it's just a lot. Yeah. I'm like, so. <laughs> I'm like, what? We, we don't have to get like what, what part is it? <laughs> Jayla, okay. Now you need me to. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. One more time. One more game. Okay. That's but what's no, up, uh, you know, really professional. Was Courtney B. Vance in this? Uh, Y'all got to see the movie. I you don't know. What's know. so funny is the person that I was going to be playing yeah. was actually supposed to be in the movie. Oh, shit. So that's why his name was there. Mm. Um, but. Hey, man. Now I can. That's exciting shit, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look. 
This Week in Culture's on, Shop Talk's on. Y'all know the vibes, man. Jay we Johnson, definitely reviewing dog. this movie on this. Oh spot. no, no, no! The movie's <laughs> happening, um, and it's coming out on the Rego Boy. Don't think that's a Patreon exclusive, nigga. All y'all getting that, bro? Jay in this shit, and y'all better go watch that shit if y'all supporting it. Because if y'all fuck with the culture, y'all gotta fuck with Jay movie. Period. Because this is my movie now. <laughs> no, this is his movie, <laughs> starring, written by, directed yeah. by. <laughs> I got like four bars, but come on, man. Set by <laughs> I mean Come on Two checks okay. What they talking about I got bro? an acting check And I got a set location Come on check. Sag after who Come on man Y'all know the vibes Detroit Actors Guild Dag after No for real though Y'all know the vibes Because it definitely needs to be that though Yo watch me get with UAW And create the dag after I was talking with some folks yesterday Yeah um, Some folks And like some folks both okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I talk a lot of movies get shot out of here, right? Yeah. But like, you know, it does need to be something mm-hmm. put together because Detroit owns Tubi right now. Mm-hmm. Like the content, eighty percent of it comes and shot from it's here. Through here, yeah. It's not just us, but hey. the majority of us. But that's too, way too much power for one company to have. Yeah, because I can shut your water off. Yeah. Here's the thing, man. Right now, the draw to Tubi is, yo, we can put our shit up on this platform for free. Um, But that's what people was telling me. I've never verified that it's It's, free, but I'm going to say it's probably less than all the other platforms, right? The Prime and all the other shit, Apple, whatever. You probably get on Tubi for a lot less financial effort. Well, it's ad-driven. Yeah, Right, so on a free platform, it's ad-driven. So you mm-hmm. get paid based upon how much money you make off ads. Right, right, right. Not that I got to pay you to put my my stuff on there, but it's like uh, I would imagine a yeah. YouTube channel. Yeah. Right? Uh, no, you can't put your content on my on my stream because ain't nobody going to watch that shit. Yeah. So I need something that's going to draw people in. Yeah, facts. And based upon your views and streams or whatever, whatever, Oh, okay. Well, I can I can fuck with that because I literally see yeah. how many people fuck with this. So yeah, you you you're more than welcome to put your content on there. Yeah, and you know, and uh, what's kind of cool is it's twofold, right? It's not only simpler for the filmmaker, but it's also simpler for the user. You don't have to, Tubi is a non paid platform, right? We don't pay to subscribe to Tubi. Literally. For the, like, you still going to get ads through most of that shit. But if you want to get on there and be able to, like, rewind your movie or if you want to, like, start your movie from where you stopped it, all you got to do is sign up with your email. That's it. It's nothing more. They don't ask nothing for you. As a nigga who subscribed to Tubi, they don't spam you with a lot of emails. Like, you get maybe a couple a month. And that's it. It'll tell you, like, what new movies is on Tubi, what movies is leaving the app. There you go, dog. And... You get to start your movie from the spot you left off, which is a great thing for me because we be doing a lot of shit. I might start a movie, pause that bitch, and then go run and do something else. When I come back, I don't want to start at the beginning because I'm using non-subscribe to me. It's a good app. What I notice now is we're not just focused on movies. Mm -hmm. Now we have series. Putting a lot of series out on Tubi. I'm watching something, you know, a young lady from here, she about to have her own talk show on there. Yeah. Now you're gonna have a talk show. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the homie. Season of a, a talk show on there. So shout out to the homie. I ain't gonna say her name, but but that's my dog. Yeah. Um. So, and you know I'm gonna let her pump her shit when it's ready to pump. But, but uh, shout out to her, man. 
hey, all 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 people just need is a location to put all the content, and then the people gonna come. Yeah. So yeah. I would love for that 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 platform, you know, to be for us by us because we've yeah. seen what some companies do. They let us build it up, and then once it's built up, yeah, we out now. As I've done for the last, I don't even know how many years at this point, they really need to be paying us, if we're being honest. Um, y'all also make sure y'all go take y'all four ninety nine and sign up for All Black. Um, very similar type of content. Uh, really a lot of the same content, except for them to be originals. But more importantly, it is what we want Tubi to be, which is an all-black platform. Tubi is just being supported and marketed, guerrilla marketing, by a bunch of black folks because we all are, you know, have relationships or just know people who are involved in making movies that go on Tubi. But All Black is actually that type of content. So make sure y'all support both of these platforms because for two platforms, you're only paying four ninety nine if we being a hundred. Um that said, man, Heist eighty eight. Yeah. What'd you think about the film, man? So we talked a little bit at the beginning, like, yo, it's based on this robbery, um, or this bank robbery rather, by this dude. He moved around through Detroit, moved around through Chicago, um, robbed First National Bank of Chicago, got away with it. Similarly, um, he hooked up with some employees from the bank, and that was, you know, how they derived their scheme. And uh, he got away with some millions, dropped it in these Australian shell companies, got away with it, but then they started spending that cheese, and that's how they got caught up. Um, I, I will say this about this movie. Um, there wasn't a time... While watching the movie mm -hmm. That I wasn't entertained Like I never be like Alright this is boring Okay where yeah, is this yeah. going Let me turn this off Like this whole time I was entertained Yeah I was drawn in Trying to figure out Okay what's next Or what have you So as far as like movies go Yeah I Me particularly enjoy Bank robbing movies Or Facts, heist type heist movies Because yep. I'm one like How We know how you have to do it Yeah but how do you get away with it? And it's yeah. like, uh, all right, oh, 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 they're about to get caught. And then how does it say today? Like, yeah. I enjoy that type of suspense, for lack of a better term or whatnot. So yeah. whether it's all the ocean movies, the Italian jobs, oh, or I enjoy those type of movies because, like, how do you get away with this um, or what have you? Um, watching this for the whole one hour and 24 minutes, once it went off, I felt like this was part one and mm. there was a part two to it. Mm. But there is no part two to it. Nah. It um it it ended very anticlimactic. And I think that anticlimactic feeling that I had at the ending is what made me feel like there's gotta be more because I wanted more. Like it was missing more for me, dog. It feels like there was a rewrite somewhere in this script. Mm. And like something happened, we had to rewrite the script. Yeah. And some of it didn't make it. And this is what we can do. Because as of right now, yeah. There was no reason to have those two other people here. Got you, got you, got you. Well, you know what's funny? So I I, I rewatched the film. Um I had a chance to watch it a second time. And because I thought that too, like, all right, what was their purpose? But then I was like, oh, maybe their purpose was actually. So the people that we're referring to are the characters played by, um, uh, shit, Keith David and, uh, what's her name from Girlfriends? And I just, Keisha Sharp. 
Um, they, they, they're too big of actors to play this very insignificant role. So I thought their their role or the way that they, I guess the way that they did their role was insignificant. Well, because in real life, their screen time was very insignificant. Yeah, and the part that they played in the overall heist was it was significant, but it was like at the end of the day, like that still wasn't like. They weren't completely necessary to do that, right? Like, he could have figured out a way to also, get the damn cards and all that shit that they did. I felt like this movie was supposed to be longer. I felt like their characters are supposed to be a reminder of his past and something that happened. Like, it did not mm-hmm. connect. It was, it was almost like we started this movie 30 minutes in or what have you. Yeah. Like, there was a lot to be desired as far as like plot so you know it starts off at a funeral yeah um so courtney b vance he plays uh was it john horn was his name something horn jeremy horn and um we start the movie in 1988 he comes to chicago to attend his brother's funeral while he's at his brother's funeral he sees his brother's son his nephew talks to him his nephew like hey aunt the family told me don't fuck with you we also see said specifically yeah, don't stay fuck away from Uncle Jeremy. Um we also see when Courtney B. Vance is walking like into the funeral. He comes, he's sharply dressed, real neat, whoa, 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 but he got an ankle monitor on. So it's like, okay, he clearly on some shit. Or no, matter of fact, it didn't even start at the funeral. It started at the end of the heist. Yeah, so it's one of those movies yeah. where it starts and then yeah, it goes and then back. Three in weeks time. later, or three weeks ago. Um, because it started with him coming in. <laughs> Which, again, I know that this was what you needed to do at the time, but it felt wild in 2023 to watch him go into a bank and say, yeah, I'd like to authorize a transfer of $800 million or whatever, of $80 million, whatever that number was. Because it was like, sir, if you don't get your black ass out of here, dog, they're not giving it to you. But in 2023, that's how we could feel. In 88, nigga, if you You had to... chase to your buildings. Bro... (laughs) Wearing jazz chains and I didn't even give you my numbers. All I gave you was a style for you to run me. Jazz. <laughs> Holy shit. That was funny. But it was like, yo, like in real life, in 88, if you had the proper like identification, you could go and get away with some shit like that. And it was like, niggas probably wasn't going to bat an eye. I don't know. He got the paperwork. I just feel like. In 1988, as a black man, white people was not giving you $80 million without without causing but a fuss. As a, as a 100%, but I'm also like, as a neatly dressed black man, nice suit, nice hat, you I'm come in there you, talking like... I'm going to keep you here all day. Eh, you come in there talking like Courtney B. Vance, you might get away with this shit with the right paperwork. I'm still thinking about 2023, where I know if that was the case, you walk in there, that bank's... First of all, they calling the security right now. Like off top, they pressing that button behind the register, nigga. I, working in the credit union, I have never had to approve an eighty million dollar wire. Mm-hmm. I didn't approve some some high enough shit to just like, yo, this is high enough. Make you bad eye. This is high enough to let me go ask my manager because if I don't want to get fired, yeah, this is enough yeah. money for me to get fired, like yeah. with no questions asked. Yeah, so let me ask. <laughs> Let me ask a question. Like, I'm asking hey, everything. Um, dog. Just for, I, I think I'm pretty good. Can I get a second pair of eyes on this? Yeah. I just want to make sure. And so the whole like notion of them having this uh, this code, right? 
and them verifying the code and then having a second banker verifying it was the second set of eyes. But it was like, in this case, they added, and this is what took Courtney B. Vance to the uh, banking location in the first place. They added that extra layer like, yo, for this amount of money, you got to come down in person, dog. Like, we can't just authorize everything over the phone. Like, the transfer was authorized. Cause, but if you want to move this shit for real, you got to get your ass down yeah. here because this is from, crazy. From this bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is not a bank that does transactions like this yeah, daily. Yeah, If this was some stockbroker shit, yo, this is a bank that moved. Now it's easy money. That's day to day. Granted, this is the first bank in Chicago. This is a big ass bank. Yeah, yeah, huge. We, we move twenty million all the time. Yeah, because you had moved like four different accounts. One yeah. for twenty, one for thirty, one for twenty five. Like eighty. That's a big. That's a big number. So I also think, again, in the case of Armand Moore, who this movie was based around, no fucking clue for real how he got away with doing this shit. But I think, based on what I read. How he got away with it was the money was transferred into several different shell companies. In this movie, well, everything went from these different companies to one company. Well, he only got caught because somebody told. Well, also that. Like, but he, that nigga told at the beginning. I was like, damn, you was early on the snitch. He he, he too smart. Mm. Mm. He's, he, no, he's a fucking hoe. Super hoe ass. Because you could have took the $500 in a Rolex and mind your fucking business. Fam, but... That also led me to something else, and I, I, I'm gonna say I had a problem with in the movie, but it's not because it was done poorly. It's because it wasn't flushed out enough. Um, his convincing of these three regular people, because your nephew is one thing, yeah, but these three regular people who your nephew kind of knew from trying to get fucking loans, trying to pay back some loan sharks. This whole the whole premise of this fam what like if we want to keep it a hundred fam what the whole premise of this is shaky as hell shaky than a motherfucker you ain't seen your uncle in I don't know how long but you basically asked that nigga for ten grand and here's the thing he gave it to you he basically like yo oh that's the extent that's all you got to say like what, what you want Marshall uh, um I mean I I'm in some trouble but just the wild part though he gave you the ten bands. Nephew, you don't have no reason to continue going along. They literally told me. Even before we get into the bank robbery thing, yeah, yeah. it's shaky for me that you ain't seen this man in I don't know how long. And the first thing that you so clearly you must know he he, he got money. Cause well, you while, walk around with the rolly in the suit. Cause now you cause I don't know when the last time I seen you. Yeah. You know? All I know is my Oops. my pops told me don't mess with you. Yeah. So I mean that's the extent of our relationship. Yeah. Like, What's up? What you need? Man, I'm in it real bad. I need, I need, I need money. Yeah, like really? Yeah, that's it's shaky. But you also got the yo. My pops just died. That's your brother. Help me, help he's me. Like, you the man of my life. He's now. like, I'm surprised you here. You like, yo, we've been distant. We don't yeah. get along, but yeah, I still want to pay my respects. Little bro said, uh, you know, I I'm I'm ten bands down because. Borrow some money from some loan sharks. He like, I couldn't get no bank loan. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to open up or start this music thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, put together some house music. I thought from how Young Dog approached him and introduced these friends that all work at the bank, I mm-hmm. thought you were trying to recruit your uncle on some bank robbery shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't think the other way around. Yeah. Because how random is it to be like, yo, all three of these work at the bank 
And I'm trying to see if they can help me get a loan. Yeah. How the fuck they gonna help you get a loan? Fam, just because they the three. But first of all, they weren't the only three black people. So what made these three the ones that you knew? But then second, so, mm. bro, again, they leaning on the fact that Courtney B. Van showed them a rolly and staged a little fake robbery where he took the gun from Dog. Even before that, though, even when they first sat down. Oh, at just, the diner? No, not even at the yeah at the diner, and he's um basically you know meeting them and yeah yeah and like all all, all three of y'all y'all drinker brokers, nah nah we ain't we ain't broken because he thinking like and Courtney Vance mom thinking like well how the fuck these niggas gonna help you with a loan they don't even yeah. work in the loan department and why don't you just talk to the teller and say it'd be a lot easier dog so I'm thinking like one. Why would you bring these three people here to meet your uncle? Yeah. Because what's the, they suppo- like, what do you know about your uncle that you think my three friends that happen to work at the bank, after having a conversation with them, him, they will now be able to help me get a, a $10,000 loan? Well, not even just that, bro. Like, based on nothing that we saw before that scene in the diner, you telling me that these three, because again, I'm fuck your nephew. I'm I'm removed because family will do some wild shit, especially a young impressionable nigga who in a jam, right? But these other three, you telling me that they were so irritated because this is what the whole movie premise was based off of. They were so frustrated with the way that they were being treated and or paid at work that they was willing to once they saw a shiny ass Roly say fuck it, we'll risk our whole lives. For this nigga who we just met, like bro, that that felt loose to me, dog. That was weird as hell. They also didn't establish how old these kids was. Yeah, because I thought children, but two of these niggas married with children. Yeah, like yeah. With, these was young adults. These yeah. wasn't kids. These was like probably almost except th- for the nephew, twenty seven years old, almost yeah. thirty. Yeah, um, because you had one with a kid on the way. Him and his wife living with her brother. Her brother Hayden. Um, shout out to dog that played her brother. By the way, I actually met him. Uh, that's one of Shorty's friends. That's her husband. Good dude. Um, he got a lot of dope acting credits. Um, but glad to see him like in some new shit because I know movies and shows been down for a minute. So he a good dude, man. Funny cat and um talented. He did well in his uh his scene where he was yelling at them to get the fuck out of his house. I appreciated it. Um, but I had no idea who that was either. Hey. I thought that that was the mama's boyfriend and mm. and I thought I thought like the dog was their son or something. I thought the pregnant was his mom. Gotcha. And like I'm gotcha. only letting you stay here. Then I'm thinking like, oh, that's his mom's brother, aka his uncle. Yeah. And once you had a baby, I'm kicking both y'all out. I had no idea that was your your wife. Yeah, that's your your wife brother. Because I oh, I thought that was your mom. Yeah, yeah. But again. They didn't introduce a lot of these characters well, right? Because to your point about uh, Keith David and Keisha Sharp, where they weren't really, you got two big guns, right? And they weren't really utilized the way that you would imagine them being used in a movie like this, Um, which was shocking because the way Keith David came on screen, I really did think they was going to like go there with him, dog. Because like one of the on screen, when this movie was coming on, it was like a picture of him or something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was like, is that Keith David? And then he came on screen. Yeah. I'm, and he was fly as hell, had the sunglasses on, the sweater, the Kangol. I was like, he ready. Also, at the towards the end of the movie, when he called him, like, all right, it's done. Yeah. Now, we basically, now let's move into playing whatever, whatever. Yeah. 
what was that? What was that about? Yeah. Nothing ever happened. Nothing came of it. But it was like my thoughts, where I thought they were going to go. Did they get the money? Well, here was the thing, right? At the end of the day, what Courtney B. Vance was trying to do with them two specifically was pay them back for the botched heist. That almost got them all jammed up, and everybody had to lay low. That's why Keisha Sharp wasn't fucking with them no more. And that's why... uh, Keith David was like, yeah, bro, like, I ain't that last one, dog. You blew that. You almost got me fucked up. So even though they weren't really central to the plot, his purpose was trying to pay them back before he got locked up because he knew he was headed to prison. And he said, which was weird, I didn't understand this. I'm thinking, like, oh, we got enough time. He said, he wrote the note to, oh, boy, like, look, as promised, 20% of my take mm-hmm. is what you're going to get. Just like, Same oh, girl, did. yeah. Her letter said 25% just as old boy yeah. is the same what you getting. I'm like, okay. But it was like, all right, nigga, you clearly, uh, you, you suck at stroking for her because that's your old thing. It wasn't also, it wasn't clear to me that the two people who staged the robbery, did y'all stage it prior to or did you get them involved later? Like, I knew off top that something was going on. Yeah. Because when he had a knock at the door, the gun he took out the the gun he took out the nightstand yeah. is the same gun that old boy had on him. Mm-hmm. I like guns, yeah. so I I yep. noticed yep. exactly what gun he was handling. So when he got the gun out the nightstand, I'm like, them niggas was in on it, bro. And then they pop, and I'm like, oh maybe I was wrong because at first no one came out, right? And then they came. I'm like, oh shit, them his mans and them. So what? I it's unclear. Yeah. Um. Again, Nate. With a lot of the uh, the background stories for the main characters, um, they just didn't give us. Even with the the three youngins who worked at the bank, they didn't establish enough for me to think they would be willing to rob this bank. You know what I'm saying? And like take part in that because like you think about old boy who uh, wife was pregnant, bro. What about? Your current situation, other than that one scene where we saw your brother-in-law yelling at y'all that y'all need to find a place and get out of his house. What about that said, you know what, dog? Fuck it, man. Let me just rob this bank because I'm tired of making three thirty an hour. I need $5 million. Like, whoa, nigga. Like, that's a big jump between, yo, we really just need our own place to I'm about to put my whole life at risk to get my wife out of this situation. Like, How much would it took you to convince you to do it? Honestly, dog, I'm going purely based off what we saw in the movie. I wouldn't have did it because I don't know shit about Courtney B. Vance other than you got an ankle monitor. You got caught. I can't rock with you, dog, because in my mind, I'm thinking you hot. But they all work at the bank. Yeah. And what he gave them was like, nah, that's how how it works. And like the system is really easy to get. Yeah, yeah. Um, and old girl job was about to be disapp- her, She's about to get fired in two weeks anyway. It was like yo you out to be Even the way they introduced that though right It was very um, it was on the nose You know what I'm saying like they didn't They didn't slowly start showing us like How computers might replace her They literally had the boss walk by her desk And say out loud Yeah all these niggas is gone Yeah you know uh, old girl right there Two weeks out of here We computerizing her job Um him right there, we gonna keep him on because he a nice nigga. Like it was just, it was very obvious the way they did a lot of this shit. I think they would have gotten a different impact if they would have showed us the struggle scenes mm-hmm. prior to them meeting Courtney. Yeah, because then I already I already would have known. 
Yeah. Now it felt like now you're building this to support why they got on. Yeah. If you would have told me that before, I've been like, oh, I can see how. Because you intro these motherfuckers and then said, here go his situation, here go hers. Like you showing us her mama in the club hooking every night. Fam, I need to see that way before they met Courtney B. Vance. To be perfectly honest, this movie could have started with Young Dog, them at lunch or, you know, watching them. Like, yo, seeing establishing them as friends, whether it yeah. be on camera or anything. Yeah. Um, him going to his funeral and then them following O's and them talking with his uncle and the whole nine yards later. Cause then I'd have been like, Oh, I can see why a nigga would be able kind of pressed to do this shit. Even the conversation though, I, I don't I'm not like bashing it, but I under like it was like telegraphed. So yeah, when, again, when he, all the shit was on the nose, bro. When he explained what a Rolex is, it's imp- a, a black girl in Chicago yeah. and not knowing what a Rolex is. Even in the 80s, dog. I just don't I think that that's John a thing. Kennedy right? wore a Rolex in the 60s. Like, Rolex didn't pop in the 80s. These have been a thing since crazy. the beginning of time, literally. But they said that, and then once he put the Rolex on the table, yeah. that was what got her to stay. Yeah. And it was also like, right, he threw the Rolex on the table like, yo, man, if y'all don't fuck with me, here you go. You know what I'm saying? Take this. I just took that. Five hundred dollars. You make three dollars and sixty. Oh boy, make three sixty. Fam, I would have hawked that rolly so hard and been the fuck out. My nigga, in when did I start working? Ninety six, ninety seven. Mm-hmm. I started at three seventy five an hour. Mm-hmm. Right. So this was ten years before that. Yeah, I probably was balling. Yeah, <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Like, oh, you starting off at three seventy five? You went crazy. You went um, crazy. So I say that to say, you ain't never seen a five hundred dollar check. No, nah. no, nah. like ever, <laughs> ever. Over time, none of that. It don't matter. You got to do the calculations. Um. So three sixty times forty hours a week is one hundred and forty four dollars. Yeah. Um. Times two, cause two hundred eighty eight before taxes. Jeez. Every two weeks you bring home two hundred and eighty eight dollars and then somebody gives you a month worth of wages yeah. just for listening to the to the to the joint. Yeah. Uh, I'll take that. Move that's enough down payment to get an apartment. Cause also you let me stay here while I'm pregnant. While I'm pregnant, I can still go to work. Yeah. What is so as soon as the baby come out, I gotta leave. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna need somebody to watch the nah, baby. I didn't get her brother. He was angry. The nigga said, so I can get my girls back in here. Start living how I want to live. Bro, fuck him. I don't give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> me and him was fuck- like, come on, bro. Um, yo, you know what really tripped me out? And where I thought it was so obvious that they could have developed a more like tense plot. Because that's what, so we talked about heist films earlier, right? I too love heist genre. Like, that's my shit. Ocean's. Films are some of the most, like, that's my favorite shit. Yeah. I love them bitches. Um, you mentioned Italian Job. I love Italian Job so much, I love the old one. Like, not just the Mark Wahlberg remake. I love the first joint. Anything where there's a, a heist or just, like, a, a plot to take money from somewhere, like, I don't know. I'm just into that type of film, right? So, with this one, I was like, okay, I'm expecting the same thing that I get from every other heist film that I've ever watched. Tension. Right. Um, moments that make me feel like, yo, not only made it, might they not get away with it, 
they might not even be able to get it off before shit goes left, right? Yeah. Um, in this film, where I thought they could have really introduced a tense part of the plot was with nephew and the fact that you owe ten thousand to some Italian mob niggas who you borrowed money from. This could have been a thing. What if they got wind of the plot? Like, where you get $10,000 off the job of a hat? Tell me Bro. where you got this money from. I want in type shit. Why would the mobster loan sharks give... Because he, he had to be a teenager. He did, he was the only one who did feel like a kid. I don't think he was a teenager. Even if he was 20-something. He was the only one of the four of them. How old is he in real life? Uh, let's look him up. He was the only that. one of the four of them who didn't have, like... Cause Some he like, he like no, uncle. I, st- I got a whole career over here. Like, in order for you, you're not 18 years old with your own studio. Yeah. Like, yeah. in order for you to like, you've been doing this for a while. You a DJ, like, you DJ at parties and shit like that. Your names, yeah. like, that's not a 19 year old thing. You so he's 22 in real life. So, Bentley Green. Yeah. So yeah. He, he at least 22 in the movie. Yeah. So you're you're talking about Italian mob loan sharks giving a 22 or early 20 something year old 10 bands in the 80s. Y'all, he had no way to pay y'all back. Well, you in the record business, so I think you could pay me back because you told me that this was a sure thing. Yeah. That's how, I mean, that's who funded the record business. Yeah. Guess who funded Anita's Baker first album? Freeway Ricky Ross. Yeah. Hey. Like, but like, you did that with like a motherfucker. It was Anita Baker. <laughs> this thing was a DJ talking about, yo, I'm putting together a house tape. In 88, house music was the shit. Yeah. You know, they said it started in Chicago and it really clearly started in Detroit. But hey, whatever. That's an argument for a different time. Bro, it just, here comes Shay Jones. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 a, it's an argument to, for a different time. She about to come in here housing it up. I'm just saying, can't uh, jig on me. I've seen I've seen two documentaries. One said Chicago, and one said Detroit. The one from Detroit was people was from Detroit. The one from Chicago, people was from Chicago. So uh, everybody's biased. Yeah. So you know they think stepping is theirs, and we ballrooming. You feel me? We we jitting. They doing footwork like. That footwork shit don't be hitting. Yo, Chicago listeners, we love y'all to death. I swear I do, dog. But that footwork do not be hitting like the jet, bro. But like, we are very, very similar in style, and it's one hundred percent. It's hard to say who had what first because somebody uncle said something, and you believe your uncle. Yeah, yeah. And from there, (laughs) uncle's right. Um, but in this case, uncle's wrong in the motherfucker because uncle. First of all, dog, I'm mad for uncle. This plan was great, dog. Like every like the plan was great and it worked flawlessly, but somebody fucking told. But you putting your faith in a bunch of people you don't know. So you don't know these young motherfuckers at all, bro. I don't know most of the niggas I do crime with because that's how this shit work. (laughs) You know, but you know they criminals. But like my man says, there's nothing like somebody who wants something as much as you do. Yeah, and I know all y'all situations because I looked at it. Oh, y'all niggas fucked up out here. Yeah. Your mama's a hoe and a drunk. You don't got no place to live. Yeah. You taking care of your mama and your two kids on $3.60 an hour, and they busting in the air. You pushing her on Yo, the- Yo, fam. The- Yo, when that, that scene at the bus stop felt like a culmination of my problem with this whole movie. Because they was just getting on the bus. All of a sudden, they start pop, pop, pop. Mom duck. The nigga won't open the door. Then he open it. He pushed mom on. And then they just walk away. And it felt so random in the middle of the movie. That's what this movie felt like, bro. But shooting in Chicago be random as hell like that. 
They wasn't shooting at nobody. They was shooting at a car. Nigga, <laughs> wasn't nobody in it. That shit was just like. Hey, look, man. Hey, yo, man. I know that. I know it ain't Wednesday. Pop, pop, pop. And it was like, are y'all shooting at? Here was the thing. Mom and them was that's, ducking. I'm like. That, this is the moment that. Um, that you knew this movie wasn't great. No. That's when, uh, that's when Big Dirk went to jail. <laughs> Left Lil Dirk to grow Damn up. Damn it! You feel me? Um, Lil Dirk was uh the one who was who was pregnant. That was her son. <laughs> like, um, daddy but went, daddy went to jail. Man, or did he? Because in this case, daddy was a snitch. Like, like, fam, he went and told immediately. Yeah, no, dog went directly to the folks and said, "Yo, <laughs> somebody about to <laughs> they about to rob the bank." Dog. This nigga looking for a reward. Like, this is what I don't understand. Him? I don't understand it at all. Yeah. He's like, we're gonna get caught. No, bitch, you you are self you are a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. We got caught because you wanted us to get caught. Yeah. Um also the other nigga, I'm ready to get my twelve million. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, but but my boss hit her her husband offered me a job, so I'm gonna take this five dollars an hour. So that's the way I thought they were gonna take, like if they got caught or Maybe shit got tight. Maybe somebody snitched. Well, before we knew who snitched, I thought it was going to be that direction, right? Like, oh, now I got a job offer. Her husband liked me. She's willing to give me a recommendation. You know what, dog? I ain't going through with this, man. I can't let y'all rob my boss, man. He didn't snitch on Courtney B. Vance's character. He snitched on everybody. Yeah, yeah. Them your friends. Like, bro, they came in the airport after all us. Why didn't you just pull out? Pause. I like, also, also, and maybe you can explain it to me. I don't know, but it was just, it felt like a loose part of the plot when they got caught. Um, At the end in the airport, when he's talking to dog and he says, hey, when we get on the plane, I need you to help me cut off this ankle monitor. Sir, they're monitoring your ankle. So even if, even if. Nobody had told on you. We know what we know where you're going. We know what country you in, and you're cutting it off on the plane headed to your destination. Like you should have cut this shit off a long time, bro. Ago. You should have cut that before the airport, my nigga. Like I, I didn't understand. I also don't know them to let you. Now I know that if you have an ankle monitor on, if they do let you cross state lines, it might be for something like the death of one of your siblings or a parent. Right or a grandparent, right? They'll let you go get well, your bereavement. How was GPS in '88? Probably how, trash. Uh, we we know he in a 27 block radius of this area. It looked like he on 63rd, <laughs> but it could, it could be, be 36. <laughs> it could be 36. Like he anywhere from 36 to 63rd. God. And when we say 36, we mean 36 district in Wayne he, County because he was Wayne in trouble County. with them. Yeah, <laughs> so he could be anywhere from there to there. But and why um, did you go through this whole process knowing that this shit was fake? Why? Why'd you just not? Fam, you was sitting there stressing with the comic book dude and yo nasty scene. I give you the comic, you like, oh, I'm about to go read this while I take a shit. Take my morning dunk, and then you came back. And like tap me on the shoulder with your shitty hint. Yo, bro, I just forgot my glasses, but this book good as hell. Sir, get your nasty ass off me, dog. It was just weird, bro. You know how so this two factor authentication process that mm -hmm. we have now. Mm -hmm. The how you authenticate your 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 transfers. Yeah. 
Fam, you can get SIM swapped and this is going to happen to you. This is how scammers get off. Yeah. Like, they'll spam your phone, get you to do something. Or they'll, low key, what they'll do is they'll call Sprint, T Mobile, whatever. Yeah. Acting like you, saying something happened and just to get a new SIM. And that SIM that they give them is now your. Yeah. So now when you reach out to your bank and change your password, that two factor authentication you get, it comes to them. Yeah. And now I got all your shit and all your shit is gone. Yep. Um, happens every single fucking day. The other thing that's just kind of loose with the two-factor authentication in this film, right? Um, or not just in the film, but during that time, right? With large bank transfers. Hey, fam. All right, I confirmed it. Now you got to give the same number to somebody else. How is that confirming anything? <laughs> like, all you doing, I just told you this number's good. Now I'm going to share, I'm going to pass you along to another nigga that work here. You got to get him the same goddamn number. No, what it is is that, so I talk to you, you give me the number, and then I call your financial institution, or I find the company that this transfer the money from, and they also, so it's a different person, also confirm that number, which is why they had to fake their voices like the heads of these these banks. You're right, you're which right. I, so when they do, so this, this was a, a perfect plan, because when they review the tapes, They'd be like, oh, oh, girl did something wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I was talking to him. So, Sounds like him. She transferred it. Yeah, you transferred I did it. my part. The number was correct. And this what the else voice. you want from me? And when old boy said, I never called. Yeah. Well, sir, this sound like you. Something so even, your- yo, let's get to that, bro. Um, Them learning the people's voices who they had to imitate, who were the heads of these banks that they were going to be transferring the money from. Bruh, y'all recorded these dudes... Saying you know Regular day to day shit And then we saw y'all Just sitting around the table Like I'm John Malkovich Like ha 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 And then all of a sudden It's like Yeah you ready bro Like what Oh boy did all the voices Fam He was the only one You know who was really good At voices though Oh Paul George Yeah He be doing a lot of that shit Yo his podcast is great I watch it all the time I enjoy that dog Yo he did Uh he does Charles Barkley like his Charles yeah, Barkley yeah, yeah. talking. He did Doc Rivers. I had I, I had this I had to, <laughs> it was playing in my in, in the living room and I had to come back into the living room and look at the TV. Like wait, I know they ain't they, <laughs> they got was, Doc on this bitch. He had a uh, Steve Ballmer on the pod. Yeah, and uh, I came I came back in there like is that is that Doc? Like he legitimately sounds exactly like. Yeah, I'm like oh shit, that's funny as hell. But New like talent. it was it was wild because. And and this is why I brought up, um, you know, like I don't, again, I don't know how ankle monitors worked in '88, but I feel like even if they did let you go to your brother's funeral in another city or state, um, knowing that you had to turn yourself in, they wouldn't let you stay there for three weeks. Like in the movie, he was there for three weeks, bro. That's why they kept calling, like, "Yo, my nigga, um, if you, Yo, don't you know, you got to report. If you don't call us, we sending the we sending the the, the, the marshals after you. Call us." This but like Wayne County, in my mind, I'm like, yo, what's the point of having them ankle monitored if y'all just gonna keep calling them to tell them or like to threaten them that we coming, bitch? I know you coming. That's why you got me on the ankle monitor. Like y'all can be here at any minute. It just it was certain parts of the plot that was so loose um, that I really I I just couldn't like figure out where they was going. You know, something else I didn't love, and I felt like it it took. It could have put me in a better mood when I was watching the film. I didn't love the lighting. 
They had it very bright, very HD. It didn't feel like eighty eight to me when I watched this, dog. I get what you're saying. Yeah, like I, I get exactly they they didn't film this in the proper film that made me feel like it didn't have that eighty eight grit. Yeah, it didn't. This this film didn't feel grimy at all. At all, bro. And I'm like, I need the grime. I need the it grit. It was shot like it was for shot for TV. It, so it was made for TV. That's yeah. what it felt. And I get it. It's a Showtime original movie. And but what nigga, I mean by that, I don't no, know. No, this felt under- ABC. No, it felt Fox. It shot like a, a movie that can be on Fox. Cause I don't know if you guys know, but programs that are shot on Fox, programs that are on NBC, and programs that are on ABC, I can look at them and tell you what network they belong on. Yeah. Just because of the way they shot. I don't know if one is using an Ari Alexa, one is using, I don't know, Black Magic, one is using fucking red cameras, but or how they color grade. In any event, yeah. I can tell. Like I, I can just fucking tell. Oh, here's a here's an example. You remember you know the show New Girl? Yeah. Yep. All right. Think about New Girl mm-hmm. and how it looks. And then think about NCSI on CBS. NCIS. NCIS yeah. on CBS. Yeah. Two totally different looks. 100%. Everything on CBS is darker. Yeah. We watch SWAT. It's yeah. dark. Not like the lights are dark, but the the saturation yeah. is different. Yeah. Then you take a look at something on channel four like er mm-hmm. or something on four and it had every doctor show yeah facts. for ER, all the chicago all the, Med, sh- all all the, the chicago's yeah. look different than my wife and my kids on mb on abc yeah it looks different than grownish i mean blackish on, on a- abc on, on yeah. abc it looks different than all the shonda rhyme shit that was on abc yeah. like the lighting the color gray like yeah, that just, color gray be completely different it looks different and this was shot not necessarily in a cinematic mode and 24 frames per second, but this looked like it was some 30 frames TV mode. And it was TV is shot in 30 frames per second. Movies are thought shot in 24 frames per second. And it's a major difference from how cinematic it looks and the motion blur when people moving and walking around, it just looks different. And it was too bright. It was too bright. Like you're trying to get me to capture winter Chicago 88. And you filming this bitch in the prettiest, brightest. Like when Keisha Sharp came on screen, nigga, purple couldn't have been more radiant. It was like, bro, y'all ain't giving me the vibe. And it was fucked up. They had the costume design was great. These niggas captured 88 with regard to what they had on, but the way that it looked on and film. And the music wise. The music they got, dog. But when they put it on film, it didn't come together and it didn't give me the How vibe that I was looking for. I. The dude who did all the voices, yeah, and the snitch nigga, they do not look like bad guys to me. No, dude who did the voices looked like uh, Joe Tory in Poetic Justice <laughs> as Chicago. Like once I said it, I couldn't not see it, bro. I had to Google that nigga to make sure this wasn't like Joe Tory's son, yeah. bro. Now, oh girl, I think she did a really good job. She was, I belie- liked her. She was believable as skeptical. Yeah, she was believable as like. Let me get my ass the fuck out of here Cause y'all niggas Y'all about to go to jail Like And she was believable as like a um when her A hood girl from Chicago in 88 Who's really smart Really capable of getting out But hadn't found her Her, her niche Like one of the best Scenes As far as like acting is concerned Yeah Is her And Courtney B. Van's character When he was like I don't trust you Or What How, how was he kept saying Um my life was uncertain when I was such and such. Yeah. He told me, 
I didn't know what direction I. I forget what 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 phrase he kept yeah. going over and over. But that's what sold all of them in, and that was the best. And like she had these halfway tears in her eyes. Yeah, and like that, I'm like, okay, I can see this is all right, cool. Yeah, um, that was the best acting throughout the joint. I thought old girl and Keisha Sharp were the best actors in this whole thing. Like I, I believed everything from them. Um, Keith David, I think he did a good job, but based on whatever happened in their botched heist, which is also something I felt like we could have seen. Like if y'all had given me an idea of what happened with them on a previous heist, I might understand why Keisha Sharp and Keith David were hesitant to work with him again. This could, this for me could have been a situation where this was a series instead of one movie. It could have been. What's or that, what's that joint we watched? I don't think we ever did a a, um, a, a pod on it. Hmm. The kaleidoscope joint, where you can watch the different. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like eight of them. Yeah, you can watch like, watch them in the different orders. Yeah. yeah. I can let me watch the hype, the, the heist that got fucked up. Yeah, let me watch the ones that was good. Let me find out about these characters or whatever. Be, but and here's the thing, just right? Left much to be desired. I don't. Yeah, they definitely could have flushed this out over eight episodes, ten episodes for sure. Four, maybe three. Shit, any number, right? But I also think, yo, if y'all made this two hours and pulled some of the bullshit out. Y'all had a lot of time to inject some shit that would have made this tense, bro. Hour and 24 minutes with credits, it's not a lot. That's not a lot at all. That's not a lot at all. And y'all aren't giving yourselves... That's why The I've, source material is great. I feel something happened. There was a rewrite, and they had to salvage the script. Mm. Maybe they even shot more, and they just, like, something happened. Yeah, I, I just I think what they had to work with was really good enough for them to have created a very entertaining film. And then you had Courtney B. Vance at the helm of it. Right. Like you literally have an acting great um, and you had a couple other people who are really strong at this. And then them young people was good. You know what I'm saying? Like they I don't know old girl from nothing, but I'm like, yo, I hope she gets something, dog. She was nice in this film. man. And it's like. Y'all just botched this, dog. It was a botched robbery. When dude went back and looked at him on the cell on the phone, he's like, "What'd you do?" I'm thinking that, oh, you called your wife like a dummy, yeah, on some um, uh, Queen and Slim shit. Like yeah. you should have never answered. Because that's phone. definitely what I was thinking. Yeah, but like, it's no way they got here that quick. <laughs> like, like. Uh-huh. Uh, also, I don't know that. Um, like they find out quick. Yeah. Yeah. Like I thought y'all said twenty four, I mean forty eight to seventy two hours to the notice that the money was that gone. The money's gone. Like how did this shit print out well, the same day? So nah, dog. That was something else, bro. As he was ripping those sheets out, I literally was looking at them books like, dog, get the little piece from the spiral. Get like that's amateur shit. You robbing eighty million dollars? I thought he was taking the books. Fame. That's what I thought was the original plan Was take the books that big ass briefcase I didn't think it was go in here and take three pages I thought it was take the three books Of the companies that y'all are robbing And get the fuck on Fam he took three pages The front page out of each book Which I'm guessing was the most recent fucking ledger Dog It wasn't even the most It wasn't even the front page It was like he, he went through them Bro when he left them little sheets or little strips on the spiral, I'm like, nigga, I didn't do that in school. Like, that used to irritate me as a student. 
You don't leave the little piece on the spiral. You rip that off, bro. She would have never. She wouldn't have seen nothing. I just want to know. How the fuck did you get a printout of a negative balance from all three accounts in that book the same day? The same day. Who like printed hours it out? Later. Who brought it to you? Who put it in there? I'm like, you would think that that's something like that comes in the morning update. At the end of that, it went to a, a clearinghouse mm-hmm. or ACH. Mm-hmm. ACH is an automatic clearinghouse. Mm-hmm. So that's who had to get all the money and they divvy it up four times a day. Yeah. 1 a.m., 6 a.m., uh, 1 a.m., somewhere around 1 a.m., 6 a.m., uh, somewhere around 10 and like 3 p.m. Like four times a day, yeah. the clear the automatic clearinghouse is gonna divvy that shit up and send it whatever, whatever. It ain't even it ain't it ain't a time yet. Yeah. And that's now in twenty twenty some odd some yeah. like then you had to that shit was probably coming via fax or Yeah. Like you don't have it yet, dog. Shit, I don't was it fax machines back then? Eighty eight for sure. I'm like, shit, that could have I came. mean they had computers, but it yeah. was it was it was DOS. I'm like it was well, it was command line. That shit was coming via a runner, nigga. <laughs> like, bro. But then, um, even like also. Now, 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 I'm, I'm now I'm even more angry now. So you mean to tell me, somebody went in her office, got them books out, opened up the binder and put a new sheet in mm-hmm. without removing them little rip off the little mm-hmm. the little edges, because mm-hmm. you would have had to put a new sheet in, fam. You're literally telling me that Courtney B. Vance, the whole movie, is this sophisticated criminal who's able to scam or fraud or steal large amounts of money without being caught. He got caught because of a sloppy job that he did in fucking Wayne County. And now you're telling me that in an effort for one last heist, he does an even more sloppy job, nigga? What's so funny is the Wayne County heist, he ain't fuck up. No, that was on somebody else. Somebody else fucked up, yeah. and they both blame each other yeah. for bringing them. And he said, "I'll take the rap, yeah. so these niggas don't get in trouble." Because this my mentor, and this was my girl, or at least I wanted her to be my girl. So I'm not gonna let y'all get fucked like, up. Like the guy you brought, I brought, nigga. That was your whole. That was your man's. <laughs> like, but um, I I just didn't buy that he left them little strips on them spirals and just walked out. That was just such a sloppy move. Like I'm literally watching it, saying, "Dog." You got that's gonna be what catch you. So was the yo the deal's done type thing when she when he called his two homies and shit. Yeah, do they go to the? So I'm assuming they went to the bank and took some of the money out. I'm guessing they got their part because they was like, well, we recovered some of the money. Yeah, most of the money. Because I'm like, uh, if. If you did this to make sure we got paid because of the botched heist last time that got fucked up. If I double don't get paid, I'm never fucking with you again, bro. Like, then there give was, me my money. Then there was one thing I'm thinking, like, this is not how it's going to happen. This is a double, double cross. Yeah. I thought when he called, he's like, yo, the recorder going to be under the bed. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, oh, shit, you was talking to Courtney B. Vance. Yeah, I thought that, you, too. He was playing the police like yeah. he was on it, and it wasn't. Nah, that's not what. <laughs> not at all. Bro, it was so many different. Like, even with a. Uh, that little piece they tried to do toward the end when Courtney B. Vance didn't come to the room yeah. when he was supposed to, and they were trying to make you think, like, did he get caught? Did he double-cross him? Did he play them? Blah, blah, blah. And then he comes to the room. 
Like they didn't they didn't hold the tension long enough for any of the the tense parts of this plot. Um, Rob Silver watched the movie, man. Shout out to Rob, third member of the pod to God. He sent us a voice note. I'm interested what he thought, cause like us, he had high hopes for the joint. Um, we see Courtney B. Vance in a heist film. It ain't really nothing you could tell me that this ain't gonna be good. And it was just it was it was I. Right. It was the definition of I. Right. But I'm gonna see what court what uh what Rob thought about the film. What's up, fellas? It's about time that uh, people give Courtney B. Vance their due. He's one of the greatest actors of my lifetime. Also he's facts. just phenomenal. He bodies everything he's done. And this is the fourth vehicle he's been involved with that's based in Chicago. Of course, you have Heist 88. You have Lovecraft Country, which he won an Emmy for. And you have 61st Street, which I'm glad the CW picked up. Which is a phenomenal show for those out there who haven't watched it. And the first Chicago vehicle he did was an independent film written by the same guy that wrote Heist 88, Dwayne Johnson Conklin. He wrote a movie back in 1999 called Love and Action in Chicago, which starred Courtney B. Vance, Regina King, Jason Alexander from Seinfeld, Seinfeld and... The legend herself, Kathleen Turner. And I, I highly recommend those who have not seen that movie to go see that movie. Because that Rob? movie's tremendous. Love that movie. Rob, what is going on? <laughs> Rob's getting attacked. <laughs> He's falling down the steps. Now, Rob come in the ice. <laughs> he in the middle of a damn ice. Heist 23. <laughs> Shit. Chemistry between Courtney B. Vance and Regina King is great. Go check that movie out. Courtney's tremendous. And he doesn't take bullshit roles. He doesn't take demeaning roles. He takes roles that, in my opinion, uplift black people. Even in Heist 88, he's playing a villain. He is doing... He, it, it's like... I don't know how to say it. Even though he is playing a villain and he's a con man and the whole nine, you see the backstory that they give with him and the young people that working with him, that they've all been wronged by the system. Now, without a doubt, it's a crime, but Courtney and the young people in, in the cast really make you root for them. And once again, continuation. The young man that plays his nephew was the younger brother of the, the Star Trek athlete that uh, Courtney was defending in 61st Street, the first season. Yeah. And Keisha Sharp, I guess she played a former love interest of his. I don't know if she was married to Keith David in the movie. But Keisha Sharp also played Mrs. Johnny Cochran in the People vs. O.J. Simpson, exactly. Courtney B. Vance's wife in the movie. And by the way, fellas, in your opinion, how many actors on a TV miniseries portrayed an iconic figure better than what Courtney did portraying the legendary Johnny Cochran? He greatness. didn't. He hit a grand slam, scored a knockout. And hit a three-point shot all-in-one as Johnny Cochran. Now, as far as High 88 goes, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I gave you a backdrop, um, by the way, and I'm going to not be too... Uh, 
I'm not going to be too nasty with it, but <laughs> the young lady oh, in the movie, Precious <laughs> Ray, that's part of the uh, crew, the young crew that he hi- that he hires to help pull off this 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 scam. It's a beautiful woman. She is <laughs> great to look at, and she's a good actress. She was. I look forward to seeing her. I mean, she's a Chicago actri- actress. The shy or uh, that. Uh, Joe Sakura show Power Force they need to pick her up and put her in, in the cast and give her a prominent role because she's beautiful and she's talented Facts. one last thing before I go fellas I was thrown off when the dude who uh, ratted Courtney out with the glasses the young young boy with the glasses his comic books was thrown out and I thought that was his uncle, and I thought the woman that was pregnant was his mother. Same shit. Because he was said. like, "I know you're my sister, but y'all guys gotta leave, cause I want my sugar thing back." Then later on in the movie, you see them hugging and kissing. She looked much older than him. I thought that was his mama. I was like, "That's his woman." Anyway, that being said, great movie. I know you guys will knock the the the, the plots and the whole nine, and I know Jay will be in his bag, being that he's worked in financial institutions for years. I just wanted to give a little backdrop of Courtney in Chicago and Courtney uh, past experience with the writer of this film who also wrote Love and Action in Chicago. For those who haven't seen it, go go find it. I thought it was a great movie. Until next time, fellas. Peace. Peace, Rob. Um, you know what's Stop on, dropping that microphone. <laughs> you know what's interesting is, interesting is like, I know it probably don't sound like it. But like I actually enjoyed it Yeah So here's the thing With this podcast yo. When we come in here And we talk about Our stuff right You know how it's like Yo like black people Can say nigga But like y'all can't say nigga Right Like when we come in here And we tell y'all Yo man this movie Was entertaining But it could have been better And then we tell you what could have been better or what could have been done to make this better it's because dog this one of ours you know what i'm saying like we want to make sure that when we putting out projects especially with legends like courtney b vance keith david keisha sharp like we want to make sure that these people are getting the best fucking reviews material that they could get because we want to see them keep doing shit dog also i just feel like something changed in the movie I'm I'm like I'm with Rob. I thought that was your mama. Like, what if something changed? It was like, yo, yeah. Erase the mom scenes. Just gonna make her love interest. So like, like, I don't know, man. I don't it, know what happened. It definitely felt like the plot somewhere along the line, or like the storytelling somewhere along the line. It just got away from them a little bit. Bro. And once you so far into a, a a movie or a film, we have to do a rewrite. We can't. We can't. We can't scrap it and start yeah, over. Yeah. We've shot half this shit already. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was um I was entertained by the movie, but I definitely think that there were a lot of other stories that went untold in this film, and the lack of storytelling within this movie is what ultimately broke it down. Just give me twenty more minutes, so the fam, fam, you just you. Get, Give me 20 more minutes, but also remove some of the shit that I ain't need. You know what I'm saying? Like, you give me that, or even to the point we made earlier, switch some of that around, right? Show me their living situations well before they meet Courtney B. Vance. Also, because this is not your mom, mm-hmm. Um, why y'all in there? Because he make $3. Holla. That's old boy. I don't know how much he make. Yeah. yeah. Like, why y'all in there? I'm like, brother got a nice job. He got a nice crib. Where was y'all living at before she was pregnant? Yeah. Like, uh, 
you got, and that also takes me back to how old are y'all? Yeah, you got a one forty IQ. Crazy, I forgot they threw that in there. Um, but even that, right? That was just one of them. Like, okay, y'all just told me dog a genius, and then we never did nothing with that. Like, even what y'all had him doing with regard to the robbery plot. It wasn't. It didn't require him to be a genius. Yeah, they 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 kind of led on initially that he was smart and analytical mm-hmm. and a lot of that. But no, they did nothing with it. You just hey, read comic books. Hey, if you read comic books and wear glasses, bro. Like y'all. But that kind of goes back to the um the kind of on the nose shit they were doing throughout the movie. You telling me he a nerd, but you not showing him be this bright financial mind. Yeah. Um. Same thing with uh with with little Joe Tory. You telling me he good at his job or that he's charismatic or that the white people at the job love him, also, but you're not showing me him do that at work. Was it planned that you was going to get, like... The promotion. Meeting at the office, was that planned? Did you was you was did they tell you to go there on purpose? Because now you're in the office at exactly the same time yeah, that you... As the, yeah. And then he got off the phone and was like, yo, I did it. I did this. Like, oh, yeah. so you knew she was going to be there? Yeah. How did that work? It was just loose, man. They left a lot, um, a lot to be desired in this film, and it was a lot of corners that feel like they got cut. Also, let me ask you a question. What's up? You and Shorty out to eat? Y'all okay. go to a bar or some shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying before y'all get your beautiful pictures and shit. Yeah, off, yeah, yeah. And you see a coworker. Yeah. Do y'all walk over as a couple and be like, "Let me tell you what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm going somewhere else. I don't know if Shorty's staying there or not, and she probably won't know that that was my colleague. But when she comes to find me, I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, I seen somebody from work. I ain't want to speak, so I got to fuck on." Um, I I posted earlier today, dog. I don't like seeing y'all in public. I will put on a shiesty mask, or I will actually change my whole plan and go elsewhere. Man, I do not want to talk. I'm definitely not gonna see you, then invite you to my table. <laughs> Hey, would you like yo? Because I'd be perfect if I run into my boss somewhere. Yeah, she's one hundred percent going to ask me to come over. I'm one hundred percent going to be like, I was just leaving. Yeah, yeah. Every and here's the part about I was just leaving. If my bill wasn't paid, now I got to run out on the bill because <laughs> I got to keep the look up that I was leaving. This is also me. I don't know why this is me, but this is just me. I could be starving. Yeah, hungry. Yeah, I'm go somewhere. And there's food there. Yeah. Uh, I'm, that's okay. I just ate. <laughs> I'm not eating your food. I don't want to eat that. I'm not eating your food. I don't want to eat that. Like, like, I don't care what it look like. I just don't want to look. I don't like ever looking like I asked for nothing, <laughs> which is probably why I can't understand why these loan sharks gave that man 10 bands. Because I'm like, no, he asked for 10,000 and y'all just said, yeah, here. I have no idea. I'll be lying. Like, no, nah, I just was eating. Uh, before I, I don't Yo, like it. They just came like here. It. Bring in. I, I saw them bring in fresh food from. Yeah. They bought food in from Debo Zachary. Yeah. You feel me? They had fish, they had chicken, yeah. different times. But like, you got, hey, help yourself. Da, da, da. Oh, no, I was eating some chicken for you. I came in nah. here. <laughs> no, I did. And here's the thing, right? If y'all leave and leave the food, I'm going to probably get some. <laughs> yeah. I don't, but I don't want to eat around y'all. I don't want y'all looking like I was a part of this. I don't know why I'm like this. Yeah. Like, I got to stop. Or I don't. But like, I don't know why I'm this way. I'm not eating your food. Nah. And here's the thing, right? If I'm out at the bar dolo and I see a colleague or even my boss come in that bar with their spouse and they say, yo, Ant, would you like to join us? No, I really <laughs> would not. Like, no, I don't want to impose. Yeah. And then if they insist, I'm going to be like, nah, you know what? I have some. Shorty is. <laughs> and they're going to be like, Shorty. Yeah. yeah. Shorty. Y'all know Shorty. <laughs> Y'all listen to the pod. 
you know, shorty. But I'm never doing that, dog. He was so, like, geeked up. I'm definitely not finna sit there and let you tell me, hey, I know you got bypassed for a job that you deserved in your six years of work. Hey, look. I got another one that pays a dollar more. You want it? My nigga said, oh, yeah, this <laughs> this was what I thought. I immediately went back to a Dave Chappelle skit, the nigger family. Oh, when shit. he was at, oh, that's the nigger from work. Yeah. <laughs> like, My wife a- speaks very highly of you. And by highly, I mean lowly as fuck. I mean, and I know it's you because yeah. how many other niggers are there? <laughs> how many other niggers would I let my wife talk to? It's just one. I'm sorry. Wife. Got a one nigger pass. I'm sorry, my folks, if that makes you uncomfortable. I'm sorry. And I'm also sorry to whoever wrote that that note. Like, I really love y'all pie. Y'all just say nigger a lot. <laughs> Oh, I no, forgot. Man. Damn, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. No, this was definitely not the part of the pod you're going to enjoy most. Mm-hmm. Um, turn this part down around your kids. But uh, no, man, I, I enjoyed the film. I just, based on the heist films that I've loved in my my film past, right? I'm a real cinephile out Shit, here. Keith David was a part of one of them. Come on, man. Yeah, presidents. Money to burn. Come on, man. Like, that's my Bl- shit. He said, Blaine. Blaine. Yo, why did they make Keith David's teeth so yellow in Dead Presidents? They stained his teeth so bad that I really thought them was his teeth. Like, I watched ATL and was like, this nigga got some dentures or something. Well, maybe he do got dentures now. Well, no, he definitely did in this. That boy teeth was big as shit. <laughs> he was like, you fucked us, Courtney B. Vance. You <laughs> fucked us. Look at my teeth. <laughs> yo, 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 if Keith David's in a heist movie, y'all niggas not getting the money. Yo. <laughs> Niggas is not getting the money. Yo, yo, someone's telling, first of all. Someone in the crew is snitching, dog. Because now that I'm looking at dog, look like a young Bokeem Woodbine out this moment. You remember when Bokeem put the glasses on, grew the hair? He kind of looked like him. Yo, Keith David is a nigga that's been old his whole life, too. Yeah. I've never seen him not play the old retired role. Fam, in Dead Presidents, he was 60. (laughs) In this, he's 70. (laughs) It's been more than 10 years. Bigger than 20. Shit. (laughs) It's been nigga, bad presidents came when I was still in high school. I've been out of Damn, high school for twenty three years. This how old Keith David is. He was younger in ATL, which came out fifteen years after Dead Presidents. Somehow he was fifteen years younger, and he was still in his fucking late fifties. I think I wrote Death Presidents. <laughs> it's probably like five of them. Nigga, this movie came out ninety five. Dead Presidents, yes. And ATL came out in 05 it's a ten year gap, and yet he was younger in ATL as Lauren London Daddy. This is twenty eight years ago. Though. Also, <laughs> is Keith David Lauren London Daddy, bro? Like, come on, man. I think he said, "Fucking <laughs> ATL." I think like, gotta get back in the black. Keith David just be saying words and stretching the breath, Keith and they David sound significant. Is Goliath from Gargoyle? I mean, also like, that, so. which came out in like '91. Yo, Keith David, old man. I'm looking for him. He was born in '56. Then get the fuck out of here. My dad was born in '59. He's only three years older than my father. Get nah, the fuck out of here. Because he was holding your dad in dead president <laughs> for sure. Like, get the fuck out of here, dog. He's only 67 years old. And let me let me correct what I mean. In Dead Presidents, he was older than your dad is now <laughs> in 2023. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Money to blame. <laughs> I gotta see what his first his first uh his first film was in 79. Was it uh Disco Godfather? 
when did um he what's the name come he out? He was a club patron. Platoon. Un- uncredited. <laughs> so he oh, was just shit. in the film. <laughs> he was an extra. I first time I saw him was in Platoon. That was um, in eighty six. And that's low key the youngest I've ever seen him. And he still looked forty two. So the, you know? The Whoopie Boys? Oh, I'm that pause that. Pause that. The Whoopie Boys. Stars and Bars, Bird, They Live, Roll House. Oh, he was in a lot of pause roles. Men at work. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yo, Keith David. Re- reality Bites. Oh, I bet they do. The Puppet Masters. Oh, yeah. He in some naughty roles. Clockers, 95. Facts. Remember him Dead in that. Dead Presidents. 95. Man, he was in The Quick and the Dead. Yep. yep. Blue, blue in the Face. Loose women, <laughs> yo, Keith David, <laughs> yo, he played a stylist in Loose Women, so <laughs> I've never heard of this movie. Keith David, we're gonna have to talk at a certain point about some of these roles. Larger than life, <laughs> come on, pause. Johns, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> never met Picasso, Hercules, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> there's something about Mary. Yeah, okay. okay, no, hilarious, yeah. Yo, why Keith David daughters never <laughs> like you was Cameron Diaz daddy? <laughs> Holy shit! Twenty nine palms. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Yo, Yo twenty nine palms is hilarious. He was eighty years old in barbershop. Fam. <laughs> Yo, Keith head David is state. another one who been in hella Chicago shit. Yeah, head of state. That was oh in Chicago wasn't Yeah it? barbershop in Chicago was fuck um, He always Look Keith David either gonna botch a robbery Or be like a shady businessman Slash politician bro Beef too Oh my god <laughs> Dirty Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> The movie just called Dirty Yo Keith David Behind might... enemy lines Oh my god <laughs> Nah you gotta get in front of enemy lines Keith David That's crazy Oh man That's crazy my His mom, filmography is nasty. Though. My mom's new boyfriend. <laughs> oh my god, that's a porn category, bro. Oh shit, Eve David was getting the fucking <laughs> oh, nasty. Hey, award. look behind oh. enemy lines, Columbia. <laughs> oh my god, he went down there. He got a sex change against the dark. <laughs> Interracial. The, the butcher. Oh, all about Steve. Ew. Yo, this is crazy. You got some nasty work in your, in your history. <laughs> <laughs> that thing in the movie called Spork. Yo, oh. man. You remember when KFC Smiley. used to have the sporks? Yeah. She made the mashed potatoes better, dog. Christmas in Compton. I never want to watch that. Assault on Wall Street. I kind of want to watch that. Free Birds. Yo, this shit is forever. I'm only on 2014. <laughs> no, nah, Keith David got one of them filmographies like Sam right. Samuel Jackson. Bro. Kids versus monsters. All right, but that's when he get into his voice bag. I think it was Scar, bro. Dirty Lies. Oh my God. <laughs> Savage Dog. American Dresser. Oh, he just was wilding. <laughs> Nigga, this name of this movie is called "You Might Be the Killer." Well. You might be. Oh, shit. Loved jacked. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, right, man. man. Um, Look. <laughs> Most guys are losers. Oh, that's hate. <laughs> the gateway. That's kind of hate. The unplugging. Oh, my God. <laughs> His name was Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh, man. man. 
Um, look, Heist eighty eight, man. If you had to rate it on the Buffy scale, man, what we giving it, bro? Uh, he is getting some. This movie is getting some Porto Romanos. Yeah, Porto Romano. So if you're new to the pod, man, um, we we have a rating scale. Because I actually didn't. I didn't, I didn't. After it was over, I didn't. I didn't quote unquote dislike it until it was over. The end is literally the very last second of the film is the only thing that like made me mad. Like everything I else, I was just like they could have fixed or like done better. This I didn't get caught. I. I don't know what he said. I only stole because I got caught. Because like, shit went off before I. I was. You know how when a movie end and you be like, I know that wasn't the end. When I, I said on, that when I got on the internet and started googling, and everybody gave this shit two and a half stars. No, everybody was like, <laughs> the questions was like, was Heist a series? <laughs> is because it felt like there, the end of a first there, episode. Is there a sequel? I'm like, oh, this is probably. Well, let me tell y'all, there won't be. Because this shit was so poorly fucking rated. Um, Showtime will not be. Look, Showtime has had shows and movies that were rated excellently and critically acclaimed. And they ain't bring it back. So this non-critically acclaimed film probably won't be a second it's part. It's getting some Puerto um, I'm always going to give it wires because it's Cordy B. Vance. And there were some scenes I did enjoy. Uh, but in real life They left a lot on the table man uh, So if you're new to the pod We had a rating scale um, That we'll still reference Every now and again It's it's basically the Detroit rating scale um, The best you can get Is a pair of white buffs uh, White buffs is We might have to update the scale To what? Because they got the new The new buffs Yeah The hockey sticks But I don't really love them though I don't, I don't Only ones them. I do like They got some woods yeah, those is nice. Those is nice. Those is nice. But them the most expensive. Those yeah. are the top of the yeah. top right now. But I, I don't like, like how they. I feel like if if anything, we throw them right up, right before the white buffies because the white buffy's still the most coveted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, but the Puerto Romanos, um, back in the day, those was the like they looked like some wood carties. Yeah, but they weren't wood carties. Um, and then you got your wireframe yays, which I'm wearing a pair right now. Wireframes is always they. It's just a good pair of glasses, but like yeah. these got my script in them. Like these ain't for the streets. It's different levels of wires. It's too. also a lot of different levels. Cause they of got wires. wires with the big C. Yeah, they got the big C wire. I still got my platinum joint. Shout out to them. Uh, if you fix lenses, let me know. Um, cause them bitches crack like a motherfucker. But uh, we got the wires, the Puerto Romanos, the wires. Then you got the woods. Which is a three The woods is like Yo that's just That's good That's solid right I, there I usually got on a pair of woods Yeah you got your And then you got your buffs Which is a four star rating yeah. out here That mean that now We talking about something Now yeah. you got a movie That really might do something My nigga What's happening Tuesday I seen This old white man Okay In a walker Okay With some buffs on Oh my goodness He. This is a regular white man Where he was at at work Oh shit <laughs> Like Oh shit He was on He, he was on a walker Somebody was yeah. helping him To the bathroom He yeah. had They wasn't stick They wasn't white sticks Yeah but he they just had some on, He had on some, some Some black buffs Man I'll I was, never I did a double take And I was trying to explain To the girl at work I'm like She was like I was like What are those Yeah all right, all right. So you don't get it I'll never forget When I, when I was in college I was out getting Some food or whatever and, You know I'm up in East Lansing Like I got yays on. It's niggas who wear their yays at school. Like, if you had them, you wore them. But I seen a white dude who literally, 
he was only speaking French to the group he was with. And at first I didn't see he had the yays on um, because he was in front of me in line. So I'm seeing them talk French in front of me. And then when he got his food, he turned around and he had the yays. And then he looked at me and we had on the same pair, different colored tents. His was cheaper. Well, he got his in Paris. See, for sure. You got to go to Paris uh, to get some yeah. yays now. I got mine from a fucking uh, Chaldean dude, <laughs> like at not the Cartier store. Um, but, dog, it was just, it blew my mind because at the time, I'm like, oh shit, I be forgetting. These ain't start with niggas in Detroit. Yeah. They got popularized by niggas in Detroit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but no, you got to go to Paris. You go to Paris, you can get whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, you go to Paris, you're going to get big bucks because the entire oh yeah, they city got of them. Paris is. They got them. I seen them. The, Planes, the, trains, and automobiles, they out there. The mayor, I guess what they, whatever it said, yeah. no one is safe. The mayor. Mayor. You know what I'm saying? The mayor. He said, no one is safe. Uh, <laughs> Sodom, mayor. <laughs> Sodom, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sodom. <laughs> Sodom. <laughs> oh shit Hey man uh, Heist 88 Check it out It's streaming now On Showtime um, It might also be on Paramount Plus If you got the Showtime version uh, For the upgraded price Yeah it's only one Platform now uh, Not it Cause like They've merged Yeah Now I've even seen A, um, a commercial said Two great such and such one app and like now they just they just wanted to be together. Yeah, yeah. Well, check it out either way, man. If you if you have a platform with Showtime Films on there, that's where you're gonna find it. Um, and uh, yeah, man, let us know what y'all thought if y'all checked out Heist eighty eight again. I thought the movie was it was decent, it was entertaining, but they left a lot of big plot holes in there that they could have easily filled, and they ended the movie so abruptly. That it was like they ended it like they got tired of making this shit. <laughs> they was like, you know what, man? Hey, it's it's, it's eight forty five, man. Yo, we man cut this shit off, dog. And uh, I I don't like that feeling, man. Not with a Courtney B Vance led film, but but shout out to if whoever edited and put this shit together. If you had twenty more minutes, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, uh, if something happened and it fucked up, yeah, and you up. and you managed to come out with this, you probably did a really good job. Hey, if you know something saying? happened and got fucked up and you had to remodule this whole shit, and make it, hit us up and let us know that we write. Because that's what it feels like happened with this movie. Because, again, y'all have some excellent source material. You had a great cast and really could have done well with this. And it feels like you didn't, you weren't able to put out what y'all thought. Now, you know what I did out. watch over this weekend, What's which that? was really good? Gran Turismo. Yo. This how good Gran Turismo is. Nigga, my mom hit me at 9 a.m. on a Saturday like, yo, Gran Turismo? I watched that shit last night. And, yeah. I, and I didn't realize it was based off a true story. Yeah. And yeah. then they start I, showing the dude afterwards. I'm the, like, From the real joint. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. When my mom let me know Gran Turismo was fire, I knew Gran Turismo was fire, dog. That shit was good. Yeah. Um, You know what else is really good uh, that y'all need to check out? Um, Reptile on Netflix I mentioned it last week That it was dropping uh, Along with Heist 88 Reptile with Benicio Del Toro Justin Timberlake Alicia Silverstone Currently streaming on Netflix Shit is good um, Go check that out It's a movie um, And Justin Timberlake can really act I just want to throw that, that time, out there, That uh, time movie was really no, good That movie was ahead of its time Yeah <laughs> And I'm not being funny when That I say movie it. was like, really good That movie was great um, And it's also the reason When you see people with that time tattoo they got it from that movie. They don't even know that they got it from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yo, man, and that's all we got. Uh, for those of y'all who watch Power Force, 
Stick around because we about to talk about what Tommy and them been up to, man. It actually ain't been that bad last maybe week and a half, bro. So, uh, yeah, man, until next time, I'm Ant. That's Jay. This Week in Culture, episode 334. Peace.